Are you guys hearing that, by the way? Hearing what? It's just like, it's real, real. Maybe it's just in my can't. Just, I'm just hearing like a subtle Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. Can you hear me? Wanda, can you hear me? Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> if this isn't the start of the episode, I'm going to kill you. Jake, you're a monster, and I love you. Wanda, can you hear me? <laughs> Welcome to Star Wars Made Me Gay. I'm Danny Hurd, and this is our first, we're calling them mini-chlorians. So welcome to WandaVision Made Me Gay. Ooh. Ooh. With, with the rest of, of my showmates, Jacob McKee and Jake West. Hi. I just want to kick this off with a controversial opinion. Uh, WandaVision made me straight. Uh. <laughs> Only wow. in that I have not cared. No, I have so many straight friends, so this sounds awful. But I have not cared about a fictional heterosexual relationship so hard in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, if I may, and Jake and I were sort of, we were cheating a little bit and discussing this earlier. It's hard for me to call Wanda and Vision a heterosexual relationship. Oh, that's hella valid. Because he's a robot. He's a synthesoid. Oh, I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah. And, you know, I don't really want to get into, like, what how we feel about that. But, like, he's not a man. You're right. right. <gasps> Is Vision a non-binary icon? You know what? Here we are. <laughs> Because I will cry real tears on this podcast right now. I mean, he's whatever Wanda wants him to be, apparently. Whoa. I watched the episode twice the day it came out, and I cried both times. Yeah. Yeah. Jake? I think this is the, 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 this is the Marvel property that I've cried at the most. Absolutely. Consistently. Uh, well... I cried a lot in Endgame. I I did also cry a lot at Endgame, and I I, I judge that that movie works so well for me because it is so like a character relationship based. Even though it does have the biggest battle, it's still kind of the battle is the last twenty minutes, and everything else is like super small character stuff. And this was all just super small character stuff, and like kind of like a fight at the end. Uh, and like yeah, it uh it it uh messed me up big time. <laughs> You are the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. Can I be real? I the Marvel movie I might have okay, the Marvel property I might have cried at most before this one. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, that movie hurts me. Yeah, that's a common one. Oh. oh. I have such an unpopular opinion. I don't like that movie. <laughs> that Jacob, I love you and I support you. And you're valid, and this is a safe space. Um, yeah, uh, that's all but, I have to say. And as we know, we're talking about crying because crying is obviously gay. <laughs> Bringing it back around. <laughs> we have to tie that uh, thread for the audience. Yeah. 
Um, some real gay tea about WandaVision, though, is that WandaVision technically does introduce um, two of our first, maybe our first, two um, queer superheroes in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Obviously, like, not explicitly, because in the show they're 10, but Billy and Tommy are both queer in the comic books. Right. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Billy grows up to be, um, for the listeners who don't know, um, Billy grows up to be Wiccan, who is a sweet gay boy um, and has a sweet, sweet boy-on-boy relationship with um, Hulkling. Um, I don't... I have not read the comics and I already ship that so hard. Oh, it's great. You should really read Young Avengers Volume 1 because they're so cute. Um, and I have it. You can borrow it. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. And then um, Tommy grows up to be Speed, who I can't remember how recently, but this was more recent because Billy was gay from the moment that, I mean, obviously they both they were both born that way. Um, but <laughs> Billy was gay from the first, like his first intro in the comics. Um, but Tommy was like relatively recently in relativeness um, revealed to be bisexual, a bisexual icon, truly. Good for those sweet boys. I was watching again, like things that I traditionally, I think as, Oh, this is, hmm, sorry. I just got a lot of feelings about that. Um, the point of this story that I'm rambling about is that I was watching WandaVision with someone who was like, oh, I, those kids really bother me. And this is a person I love dearly, but like, I love those kids. Yeah. And again, I don't normally love anyone's kids. I think as an AFAB non-binary person who um, always viewed motherhood as something that kind of made my personal Again, just speaking from my own experience, mm-hmm. um, the idea of of motherhood always really scared me growing up. And so I tended to, when characters I cared about in fiction growing up became parents, I felt less connected to them mm-hmm. uh, because that was never something I saw in my own journey. Yeah, And I did not have that experience at all in WandaVision. And I'm still piecing out why that is beyond just the fact that I think the show does such a good job of telling that story, for lack of a more imaginative word, just sort of toys with this idea of a nuclear family, which which again has always felt very restricting to me. And I feel like we see within Wanda's truth what freedom it potentially gives her. And, and that's why, again, I'm joking that maybe WandaVision made me straight because mm-hmm. <laughs> those sorts of ideals, I think, have never... mattered to me personally in that way until I saw them through Wanda. I don't know if any of that makes sense. No, it Um, does. Yeah. And had it a lot. And maybe if I may, um, if I may just sort of like run sort of parallel to that is that I think that maybe WandaVision portrayed simultaneously how freeing and restricting that is. Right. Hmm. Because like, it like Wanda felt in my opinion, Wanda felt like it was freeing her, but also it was in the end, what was like holding her back from becoming the Scarlet witch, right. Was this like fantasy world that she had created. And I think that by the end of it, she sort of realized how to tap into what was best about both of both of those sides of her. 
I don't know. I just feel like maybe maybe that's why it resonated more. Perhaps was because it sort of was was both a prison and like a key out of because it was it was keeping her from dealing with her grief, but it was also keeping her grief from like attacking her. Right. If I may trot out our Star Wars made me gay catchphrase. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the great part about that is nobody knows that that's our catchphrase yet. That's great. Behind the curtain. <laughs> Gotta yeah. find it out. I say it all the time. Uh, but no, I think that's such a really cool thing you brought up, Jacob, is like so much of this show truly is about like acceptance in some <laughs> nature, whether it's acceptance of like grief um, specifically or the acceptance of I identity. You know, the fact that uh, this is the first Marvel property we have in, in this MC, in the MCU at least where she becomes the Scarlet Witch she figures out who she is like a character that ultimately like was uh such a sidelined character I mean I think even just the way that we've people have talked to fans have talked about her it's like oh man like you know there's a stupid thing I saw on Twitter where it was like oh uh who would win the fight is it gonna be Black Widow or Scarlet Witch it's like dude of course it's gonna be the Scarlet Witch you idiot yeah. you know so like but like that's the thing is like just because of the way that the MCU had portrayed her she really was just this vessel for only grief and only like when we need her to do a character based thing like you need to like you know change someone's mind or you need to like shoot a of of the you know a mind projectile sort of thing um so like to have her own not only her grief um and her not just her backstory but like th the new maybe multiversey backstory that we haven't seen before mm -hmm. um it, it's so cool to like see that whole journey of um because because it is just all about that one thematic chord of acceptance it just works i think so well to be such a um thing that so many viewers can look at uh kind of regardless of sexuality but i think especially in uh in queer communities and be like oh i know what that's like to be running away from a title my whole life or to not know what that title is and then at the end to be like no this is who i am uh and i think that's really cool yeah, and and if I may, it's a very gay story. The way that her like whole acceptance of of herself as the Scarlet Witch goes, right? Because like, especially with that sort of like retcon that they did in episode eight, where like it sort of revealed that like Hydra didn't make her gay; she was born that way, and Hydra just was like, "You can come ah. out of the now, baby." <laughs> and then yeah. Agatha was like. And Agatha, her sweet drag mentor, was like, you can really come out of the closet. <laughs> and so she finally did. And she put on her, her corset and her headdress and her new wig. And she came out and did a whole drag number for us right there at the end. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wanda Maximoff, secret queer icon. I'm curious. So I've been seeing a lot. This is sort of deviating, but I feel like a lot... What a horrible phrase I'm about to utter. A lot of the discourse I've seen on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like there is, and I, I don't want to say it's unfounded, um, because I think grief and trauma obviously are such personal experiences. But I feel like I have seen the suggestion 
that the show sort of lets Wanda off the hook. And I'm, I'm being, I'm being, uh, uh, I, I judge maybe a little careless and simple in how I'm phrasing this, but basically the idea that the show is sort of letting Wanda off the hook for the pain she has caused everyone else in Westview. Um, and I'm wondering what did y'all think of, of that? Um, Cause I know how I feel, but it's, I feel like it's a common thread I keep seeing show up in like conversation spaces yeah. about, about the finale. Um, Jake, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll say in general, like I'm really having to analyze and just kind of put um, a big old pause on how I feel about the finale because mm -hmm. of the nature of how the MCU tells these stories. Um, like, I, I don't know especially because it's starting a new like kind of phase. It's just, I don't know what the actual fallout is on anything. You know, I don't know how things are actually going to play out. I think at the end of it, it doesn't really, it again, it does. And I, I think wisely because it is her story in so many ways, it does just kind of focus on the fact that, man, this is really sad for Wanda not, you know, the hundreds if not thousands of people that she's held prisoner all this time but like i do feel like when she's leaving at the end she's kind of getting those eyes and she's like i gotta go and like i don't know if there's still some level of accountability she's gonna have in that i think this is definitely not the last time we're seeing uh westview in some way i think i i would i would be very surprised if it was and like i i i don't know i i don't i i have a lot of uh feelings of uh feeling like there needs to be an additional coda at the end of that season. Um, but I, I do also realize that she has a, a two hour movie that's coming out that we're going to see something like that, hopefully. Yeah. And I, I generally feel like it, I like, I feel like people are saying in the discourse that like, it was just completely glossed over. And like, I think if you watch that episode through again, like that, it's clear that that's not the case, right? Like it's horrifying to watch her, like be like to watch all of it when Agatha like turns all of those people back into themselves and they all sort of like converge on her and like, and like the mom from that 70 show and like, and, and what's her face from Buffy all like, uh, like start screaming at her and like begging her to let them out and stuff like that. I think that's like really, really like horrifying stuff that's happening and then she like literally like chokes them all on accident and that's terrifying and and then at the end when she has this conversation with monica it really feels like she it, it really feels like only monica is absolving her in that moment right because she gets out of dodge before the police get there before jimmy gets there um so like she knows and i think that as the audience we should know based on how governments in general have reacted to these superheroes in previous movies including and most specifically i must know how governments reacted to wanda in captain america civil war that like this these people are not going to let her off the hook if she gets caught but also she's the motherfucking scarlet witch she's the most powerful avenger they ain't gonna catch her like if she's let off the hook it's only because she's too powerful for them to catch her and and that I think is is what I got out of it. Um, so I, I don't necessarily. I mean, I don't necessarily think the show is letting her off the hook. It, it maybe it's maybe it feels like they're letting her off the hook philosophically, 
but I don't think it's letting her off the hook narratively. I think she goes to a cabin in the mountains because she's a wanted criminal. <laughs> I don't understand why else she would go there and not, I don't know, back to Avengers Mansion or something. <laughs> sure, that's a valid point. Well, team, I know we're starting to come up towards the the end of the mini-chlorian time, and I just know that our dear friend Jake West oh, had, right. had something to say. So, guys, this is not necessarily WandaVision-related, but it is superhero-related. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, what have you done? No, this is not what I have done. This is a story. I'm, I'm just going to give you guys a little, little time frame. Who knows when you guys are downloading this? Maybe it's years along the line. You guys have discovered the Star Wars made me gay media empire. And you want to go back to the very beginning. So, this is 7.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on March 8th, the year of our Lord, 2021. Um, there was about an hour ago. This was confirmed by The Hollywood Reporter comicbooks.com lots of lots of uh sites that can actually confirm this if you had clicked to watch tom and jerry about two hours ago on hbo max do you know what it would have played instead the snyder Not cut the snyder cut oh my God. <laughs> they what? took it down they took it down people only got about an hour in of that four hour fucking movie <laughs> just I... trying to watch tom and jerry <laughs> listen with Snyder, have you? But but have you seen the new Tom and Jerry? <laughs> I, I'm sure you have. <laughs> yeah, of course I have. I will say I haven't seen the Snyder cut. I know what that man is capable of. I don't know if he can create something quite as uh, odious as Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh wow! Isn't that bad? It's it's pretty. I will just say this. They said, you know what? We need to like cast like we need like a Brad Pitt type. Like we need someone who like is this uh huge media star having the wedding of the century. And they cast Colin Jost. If that's just any indication on like oh. what really they're working with here, what kind of material they're working. I don't know who the movie is made for. Um, all the animals can talk minus Tom and Jerry, which I don't think they necessarily need to talk, but uh I don't know. The, the slapstick doesn't work. It, it's just all uh well, all quite stupid. <laughs> well, I just and I feel like we can I feel like we can dwell on this for at least another sixty seconds because Tom and Jerry are truly the original enemies to lovers, right? Um, <laughs> but slow burn twenty k. Yeah, yeah, but there was that fantastic Tom and Jerry movie, like I don't know, a decade and a half ago that came yeah. out where they finally did talk, and I don't remember which one said which line, but like one of them goes, "You can talk." And the other one goes, you can talk. And then they go, just didn't really have anything to say. <gasps> like, doesn't that really sum it up? Jacob, when I say that I watched that movie in theaters and that was a formative experience for me as a youth, I literally said, what? Like, it was like, fuck it, it, it. It's like an unknown suspects level twist. It's a like usual suspects level twist. It's just like, what's going on? that was that was the original if i may um what is love or what is grief fuck i fucked it up damn it <laughs> what is tom if what is tom if not jerry persevering <laughs> oh my gosh can i say a mean thing about colin jost is that <laughs> oh of course and i say this i'm a weekend update fan i obviously respect scarlett johansson's decision making but like it never mind I wanted to joke and say that no, I don't want to be mean about people on the podcast. Colin Jost, you're great. 
And being the head writer on SNL seems really hard. And I think you do a good job and you're trying really hard. And congratulations on your wedding. I don't want to be mean. Daniel, you're so noble. You're so kind. <laughs> I was literally about to just like create an out where I was going to, we could just kind of say whatever we wanted. And it's like, I mean, all of us want to work in comedy in some capacity. So that was actually three actors we hired <laughs> to <laughs> say whatever they said. Well, uh, I was going to make an easy joke at Colin's expense. And that's not, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not that's not necessarily what this should be. You know, we're 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 yeah. we're kind we're kind people. Let's let's yeah. be kind. We we're are what the mini chlorians are. We're here to spread positivity, not Colin Jost anger. <laughs> I can't wait to make the description of this mini chlorian. WandaVision made us gay and also Tom and Jerry. <laughs> also Tom and Jerry. And also Tom and Jerry. Well, with that, dear dear sweet pals, um, I think that's it for our first mini Chlorian. Uh, WandaVision made us gay. Let us know uh, what did WandaVision do to you? What did Wanda do to you? Um, she made your life better. Deal with it. Um, tell us in, do we have comments? I don't know how the internet works anymore. Uh, you, know, you can drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. What a good idea. Um, Wanda, would. Wanda would. Wanda would. And you know what? Vision would, and he's a non, and they're a non-binary icon. Yeah, Vision would. Um, if Vision really loved us, he could probably hack into Apple and give us like thousands of five-star reviews. <gasps> All Bethany. Yeah. Um. Also, were there any gay actors in Wandavision? Oh, I hope so. I'm gonna look it up now. Um, Is Kat Dennings queer? That might just be wishful thinking on all our parts. Yeah, it yeah. just feels like a queer icon. And I don't know, cat. I just want to. I just want to like invite them all on to the podcast. This is all. Um, Kat Dennings would be a dream booking. Yeah, I will say also. Um, uh, Paul Bettany in a Paul Bettany in a sorry. Oh, are we going to talk about Paul Bettany in a sweater? I was about to say Paul Bettany in a sweater. That's that that is like the that, that is a peak queer image. It is. It is. And Paul Bettany, you guys, the, Paul Bettany, I don't think is queer, but he did play a fantastic queer character in a movie called Uncle Frank. Uncle yeah. Frank last year. He sure did. I will just say he like was coming down coming down the little stairs and I looked like a cartoon dog that had just been aroused. My eyes went <laughs> my tongue rolled down the street. <laughs> That's how I felt about Paul Bettany in suspenders. Yeah. That was my moment of like, oh. ooh. <laughs> well, welcome to Paul Bettany Thirst Hours. <laughs> um, friends in the Galactic Republic, we hope you were having a wonderful, wonderful day or evening or whenever you're listening to this podcast. And this has been Star Wars Made Me Gay, Mini Chlorian number one. May the WandaVision be with you. <laughs> Listen to episode zero if you haven't. Yeah. yeah. What, I what is hoardiness if not thirst persevering? Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. And, and see, we're out. <laughs>